Hello and thanks for joining me. I'm Anne. From my daughter's house, I have a view over the Lancashire moors and valleys. I can see up the grassy slopes and look at the dry stone fences that separate the slope into fields. Some of these fences are in good repair, but others aren't. On one of my walks, one wall in particular drew my attention. My eyes followed its fence line toward the top of the hill. It was silhouetted against a bright blue sky. And as I looked along its length, it, like where the stones had fallen away, it looked like square zigzags coming down the hill. Later, I walked right up to those gaps and I saw where the stones had fallen and formed heaps of rubble. These were now overgrown with moss. Even with the gaps though, this was still a wall, but it wasn't whole, it was broken. It made me think about life. For a while things go along well, but then something happens that knocks the stuffing out of me. And while most of me stays intact, there's a part that breaks and falls away. In his book, A Grace Disguised, Jerry sets a comments that all people suffer loss. Life is a constant succession of losses and gains. We live suspended between the familiar past and the expected future. What looms ahead comes nearer and gets closer until it becomes the scenery of the present that fills our vision. At times like that, enough of the wall remains intact that you and I can repair and build on it. We can incorporate fairly easily the breakage, the loss into our lives. But there are some losses that don't just leave gaps here and there. They utterly destroy the life as we've known it leaving nothing but ruins and rubble. Jerry Sitzer observes that this kind of loss has more devastating results and it is irreversible. Such loss includes terminal illness, disability, divorce, rape, emotional abuse, physical and sexual abuse, chronic unemployment, crushing disappointment, mental illness, and ultimately death. If normal, natural, reversible loss is like a broken limb, then catastrophic loss is like an amputation. Each new day, he says, forces one to face some new and devastating dimension of the loss. It creates a whole new context for one's life. After suffering devastating loss, Sitza said that over a period of years, he learned to live and mourn simultaneously. He learned the incredible power of choice to enter the darkness and feel the sorrow, to integrate his pain into his life. 
so as to ease the sting, to learn wisdom and grow in character. Through difficult circumstances, he learned that my soul had the capacity to grow, to absorb evil and good, to die and live again, to suffer abandonment and find God. In choosing to face the night, he said, he took his first step toward the sunrise. Jesus said that God sent him to heal the brokenhearted, to comfort those who mourn and grieve, bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, of the oil of gladness instead of mourning, a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness and despair. Every person who chooses to accept the healing of Jesus and the Holy Spirit can become a rebuilder of their ancient ruins and a restorer of the places long devastated. In closing, may the Lord be with you and in your spirit too. Today, tonight, in shade and light, the Lord be with you and in your spirit too. In weakness and in pain, in powers that wane, the Lord be with you and in your spirit too. In health and in might, in strength for the fight, the Lord be with you and in your spirit too. In your coming to rest, in rising with the blessed, the Lord be with you and in your spirit too. Bye for now. Thank you.